Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. So this is meant to be an audience question special, but we've been emailed two questions. <laughs> so we're going to have to sort of start from that and see where it goes from there. Okie dokie. Welcome to the Tony Law Tapes, the groundbreaking podcast where I, John Luke Roberts, interview time traveller Tony Law about his time travelling. This episode is the Edinburgh special, recorded in a bus at half past midnight in Edinburgh. Unfortunately, because of time constraints, we've had to record all the links before we recorded the episode, and so they'll be more generic than normal. How are you? You look exhausted. Do I? Yeah, where have you been? Have you just come back from somewhere exhausting? Well, no, not just now. Well, yes. Um, I was on a mountain in uh-huh. the Hindu Kush. Yeah, just got back from that. Uh, teething issues with, uh, you know, back there opening up the Silk Road. Okay. <laughs> so this is wh- wh- which, which... Yeah, went off track a bit there. Uh, which era were you talking about specifically? Which era? Yeah, Not yeah. sure. It was so naturey. Okay. That uh, couldn't really get a handle on it. I mean, that happens when you uh, travel through time a lot, mm-hmm. is you can end up in, in a wood. Interestingly, uh, uh, I was in Canada recently in, in one of the parks. They had a, uh, a, a redwood. Well, well, no, no it, was not, it was an oak. So it's a type of tree that was very, very old. And the sign at the bottom said, This tree is 950 years old. If this tree could talk, all oh, the things it's seen. But it's seen nothing, has it? No, it's in woods. It's just in purest, a Canadian yeah. wood. Been <laughs> looking at here. So you've just been to the forest. No, the, the side Kush. of a mountain. Hindu Kush, right, yeah, side fine. of a mountain. I was above the tree line, actually. And, um... Uh, Can I say, before Yeti. we carry on, the glasses, you're wearing glasses, and they're yeah. making you look very intelligent. <laughs> Are they? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's really Tony. tickled me. I've enjoyed Tony, that. Sorry. Yeah, um, uh, the, so Yeti. The silk word. I right. was, uh, yeah. What, a Yeti? Yeah, Yeti. <laughs> I was up there, I was starving, and I passed out. And the last thing I remember was uh, waking up, and there was a yeti stood over me. He was white, white uh, fur, and he passed me um, some, some type of meat. I'm not sure what it was. Panda, could have been panda. <laughs> um, but, you know, if it meant that I live, that's okay, because there was a lot of pandas back then. And, um, and then he just he nursed me back to health and um, and I was on my way back and I and, and here I am. Well, no, let's pause on this for a little while, shall we? 
Why do you feel this Yeti felt the need to look after me? Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe he thought I was one of him. Right. Um, well, you're see, these Yeti, you're you know, they, they, there's more than one Yeti. There's actually a village of them up there. Uh -huh. And in fact, if you try and visualize it now, everyone, uh, remember the Ewoks where they lived with the, the rope ladders? It was nothing like that. <laughs> no, it was a series of igloos and really excellent. They could slide in between each igloo and, um, and you know they ate mostly seeds and panda. Oh, hang on. I so knew we shouldn't have gone here. Well, so these igloos were ice-based? Ice-based, yeah. We're above the tree line. Uh, they lived actually inside of a, um, what do you call it? Bunch of ice, frozen. Been there for thousands of years. Yeah, glacier. Right. But Just came from a glacier, in fact, and that's why it's been uh, wiped from my memory. But there's a uh, lot of sometimes around. when you stand on a glacier. On. We all know this. Oh, okay. so you stand on a glacier and you you can't remember what it's called after that. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's a famous old thing, isn't it? You know. Hey, Tony, you sound like you stood on a glacier. <laughs> you know the one. And uh, I had indeed. I was standing on a glacier just the other day. Wiped it completely. But you remember it now. I mean, now I remember being in the glacier. That's different. Doesn't happen then. And uh, a wonderful community of people up there. And uh, other travelers who'd gone off track. You know, Silk Road madness. Ah, you brought the Silk Road up again. But yeah, it, I mean, really, really trying to get, by, isn't it? getting... Yeah. Trying to get closer to that rather well, I mean, than you, it was the ice much, world. I, yeah, mean, I feel was, like I've already closed it off. I know it. Was, I mean, <laughs> I feel like we've come as far sure, as sure. Yeah, can. but the yeti was definitely your gambit. Yeah, I was wearing shorts as well. <laughs> and uh, they don't wear clothes. They don't I've wear liked. clothes, but they don't need them. They're fully lovely and hairy. Yeah. They're wonderful. They wonderful singers. <laughs> Uh, yetis, they don't tell you that. And like, because uh, what's funny about that for me is that Sasquatches aren't uh, good singers. Sing singers. Sing uh, singers. How were their pandas singers. readily available in the middle of a glacier? Ah, interestingly, they would go down uh, far enough. Right. Far enough into China and bring them, that uh, coax them out. Oh, the Yetis are going Yeah, well, they would sing pandas. to them. They were so, their singing was so beautiful. And, of course, pandas, famously, uh, can't, can't resist uh, wonderful singing. And so they would, you know, like a siren, you know, bring them in. And the pandas would just, you know, it's a bit like catnip, but, but through the ears. And they would wander up there, the pandas, and you know, that's it. But yeah, so, so that's how they lured the pandas up. And that's, that's one of the reasons why they're, uh, you know, an endangered species today. Is, uh, because there was, there was about, there was 4.5 million, they think, uh, in the 1100s. 4.5 million, they think. And, and they were just wiped out by yetis. I felt the questions were going very well, so I decided to ask a few more. Uh, but the Yetis have fared worse, haven't they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Much worse. Yeah. To, to the point of they 
non-existence. Yeah, so it's sort of that yeah. I- ironic in a way. That yeah, the but they're still hunting their cousins, the Sasquatch. Oh, uh, yeah. But that's because they're morons. <laughs> <laughs> and but good telly, though, apparently, I'm told. Very good TV shows. <laughs> well, that's a good idea if there's anybody listening out there from uh, History Channel. Because they don't do history anymore, do they? But they do things like Sasquatch Hunter, <laughs> Yeti Botherer. <laughs> I taught the young ones to ski. I was an excellent skier. And a yeti on skis doesn't seem right. They have massive feet. They have, they're, they're sort of a built-in snowshoe, actually. So you sort of use one snowboard for each foot? Um, no, we, we skis, not snowboards. Okay. So you, can go, you can go more places with skis faster. Right. Uh, slalom. <laughs> we have <laughs> we we had our own Yeti Olympics actually, and uh, I won the hundred meter dash. They were very slow. <laughs> Why were you allowed I, to compete? I in? actually w- I was there for a while actually, yeah, and but if uh, I married a Yeti, a Yeti, and a lovely girl, <laughs> a l- lovely girl called. <laughs> and we had four children. <laughs> hybrids. Hybrids that were part um, Yeti, part whatever, you know. And no, this is. But uh, when I oh, hang on, hang on, Tony. When I went, I went back uh, because at the time, at the time. Oh, no, no, wait, no, stop, no, no. The, the what you the I mix sh- of your you are unsure as to your own. Species. Part well, yeti and part whatever well, sometimes you Sometimes know, when you dodge around through time and space, as I do, you can get uh, time lag, similar to jet lag, but actually way worse. And Which uh, changes your you you just your mind gets scrambled and it it unscrambles itself, and often in a different order. <laughs> your your brain's back to front, you know, and um, you know we shave them. And we, sh- you we and shaved your the kids. Yeti wife sat yeah. down and shaved your. We shaved it well because we knew that they were going to work for the um, for the Saracens, <laughs> the rugby team. No, 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 not at all. But you shaved your children to trick people we into shaved thinking them, they were actually, human. And um, they they ended up being uh, viziers for the uh, the Persian emperor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the Persians, uh, Darius. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. So, right. yeah, shaved them up and uh, not sure what happened to them. That was a long time ago, of course. But you don't have any remorse, regret? No, not at all. Uh, I knew they needed to get out of the village. There wasn't a f- there wasn't a future for them. The there. Yeti village. Yeah. Describe the Yeti village. What's it look like? Well, it was underground. It Just was in igloos. the glacier. Yeah. And uh, and there was uh, the bits on top were um, igloos, and they yeah they scuttled about. They had, a, they had a type of economy based on ice. <laughs> <laughs> but surely... all of them were very rich actually. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh... <laughs> That, uh, Given the, 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 the volume of ice there, surely that yeah. I mean, it's, not, not, it's hard that to get a value in something which bright, is just so... Not, a, not an intelligent creature. Okay. Um, they made me king. I mean, that tells you a lot right there. Oh, they made you king. They made me the king, and I, I didn't want to be, but uh, I did it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I got bored. Uh, I don't like what to be What did you do? What were your rules? Down. What did you introduce? Uh, no eating each other, because they, they would do that from time to time, mm-hmm. and no going down to the local human villages and clubbing them and dragging them up and then eating them. So you did some good. Yeah, I mean, after we'd eaten quite a few. 
Because at first I didn't want to be the one to, you know, say, hey, oh, yeah, yeah. no eating. So, Tony, <laughs> you're, you introduced that rule because you were full. I, w I was full of people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and people were smaller then. Um, so you could have two. In one uh, sitting. In a day. Right. Oh, not in one sitting. No, in a day. But I, you know, I was a bit frivolous, I, I guess. I didn't eat all of the person. Uh, you know, I was, you know, I was just like butts, butt cheeks. And that would be all I'd eat of that person. I'd move on. And it's so wasteful looking back. I have nothing but mm. regret. You wish you'd eaten more. Of more the of them. Of course, if you're going to kill a person, eat all of them. Um, otherwise, you're just, you're just, just going like, uh, screw you, nature. I don't care. You know what? I'd have a leg. Lovely legs in the region. You're speaking with a certain um, like nostalgia, aren't you? You, you? Well, I, you know, some, uh, and I was just there. Oh, yes, of course. That's, that's why I look tired. Generic third voiceover. Uh, we have some, we have audience questions. Wonderful. I can't, I can't believe it. Tony. Luke. What? This is a question from okay. Scott Duffy. Okay. What was Tony's personal opinion of Richard III? Oh. And how did he end up in that car park? Well. Uh, just so he also says, love what you're doing. So that's oh, a, great. a little boost, isn't it? Well, you know what? Um, uh, Richard III, I didn't know him. So... <laughs> Okay, I, ne uh, I never met him, uh, right, so I, d I don't. I have no idea what he what he's doing in that car park. Uh, I, I honestly, I had nothing to do. I was busy at that time. Uh, what was the years roughly? Well, I was of course very busy at the time in Constantinople, uh, where of course we were fighting the Turks off everywhere. They were it surrounded us. You know, it was the last days of the Byzantine Empire. And my God, it was a it was a it was a dark period, super bloody dark actually. And, uh, and luckily, I was there. I used to bring a little bit of cheer. I used to do uh, little gigs <laughs> for the emperor, and just try and jazz things up. But they knew the writing was on the wall. They would all be slaughtered. And sometimes we'd go to the walls and just look out at the mass Turkish armies and just think, we are. We're screwed, eh, guys? And uh, there's a lot of debauchery. And uh, a lot of icons. Brought that back, making a lot of icons. And uh, wonderful stuff. And actually, I, I, I remember getting into conversation with some of the Turks over the wall there. Mm. And saying to them, hey, what do you think you're going to call this city when you take it over? We haven't thought of that yet. And uh, I was just, I was mulling on it, and I went, Constantinople, Constantinople, Istanbul. And it just came to me. <laughs> so I said, what about Istanbul? And they went, we love that idea. <laughs> we'll spare you, Tone. And uh, they did, which was great for me, because uh, I became a Sultan's right-hand man at that So you're, you're on... I invented those massive... You know Suleiman the Magnificent, that massive hat. Suleiman, Suleiman the, you know one of the magnificent ones. You know one of them, massive hat. My idea. <laughs> Just more fabric and lots of silks, of course. 
Where did we get that? One of the Silk Roads, of course. <laughs> Said, of course, there right. are a lot. So your but, uh, answer to the question is you don't know. I don't. Uh, what Richard was the question? It was about Richard III. Richard III. <laughs> <laughs> No, I d- never okay, met great. him. Never Next question. Him. Um, yeah. Stalin. This is from Jake Uh-oh. Martin Thomas. Uh-oh, that that bugger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. This isn't about volleyball, is it? <laughs> He's not going to ask me about playing volleyball with Stalin. It's embarrassing. Oh, I'm, my God. I'm, he I'm, did look good in shorts. I'm not. I'm not definitely and funnily I'm not enough, you know, he had a withered hand, but he didn't have withered legs. Tony... <laughs> You know, young Stalin. I think Simon Seabag Montefiore. This isn't just a series of stimuli for you to go off on whatever you want to talk about. This is a hard-hitting interview, Tony. So what? What is it about Joseph Stalin? What a bugger! He's so ungrateful when we ran that printing press together. Nope. I helped, you know, and I feel responsible. I'm not. No, to, no. I'm not proud of no. the Bolsheviks that I, you know, the pamphlets, the leaflets. Well, I have a question. Oh, is this about Stalin? Yes, it yeah. is. It's, it's, none of the, it's none of the questions you wanted. Okay. It's from Jake Martin Thomas, long-time listener, first time... Well, I mean... <laughs> he sent it at 12 minutes past three in the morning. Oh. Well, he could be in another country. Is he? Is it? Oh, oh bloody hell. Hello. You were up late, weren't you? No, he's asked it. Stalin was a socialist tyrant. Well. His policies... Effe- this is the question. You can't oh, quibble into it. I can question the question. Well, you can question the question, but let the question be the question before you question the question. <laughs> I love when you do that. <laughs> Stalin was a socialist tyrant whose policies affected the Soviet Union for decades. How would the Soviet Union have developed had Stalin been a centre-right tyrant? No, I, don't, I don't do histories of what-ifs. No, but when you were... <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, cold hard fact with you, is it, Tony? You know, and uh, you know, Joey. Did you discuss politics with him Joseph Jugashvili? Yeah. When you did you like did you, did oh, you talk yeah. about politics a lot with Stalin? Oh yeah, um, we were we were cross, mm-hmm. you know, with the Tsar. Yeah. And uh, uh, we were both super narcissistic, but uh, paranoid. My God, I I I feel like I was. A little bit responsible for that because I used to play a lot of tricks on Joseph uh, Jugash. Really, I I used to just make up lies all the time, right? <laughs> and, uh, and I'd steal what sort his of lies? socks. What kind of lies? Uh, <laughs> just like you know, if he was seeing someone, I would you know make out that I was seeing her as well. Things How would you like do that? that. What sort and of things then, would you and say? Then, and then I would no, tell him his, fa- his like father. Um, what would you who, say? Who I would say, "Your dad's here," and he'd be like, "Oh." Oh, I'm conflicted. And I go, no, he's not. He's not here. <laughs> Stuff like that. Uh, and, and he'd be like, where's my socks? My bloody socks. And I'm like, these? So you're stealing my socks. And then I knitted him a pair of socks, threw him, you know. So he's like, well, this guy's willing to knit me socks. He wouldn't hide them. Where did you hide them? Uh, in my bunk, which we lived in. Bunks. Oh, fine. I thought it yeah. was a euphemism. Yeah, and then we, uh, <laughs> we, 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 yo, in those days they used to send us out to the gulag, but we'd just make our way back. There was no guards or anything. You just went out there, lived in a cabin, so and we just you, wandered back why, home. Why, 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 were you, why were you hiding your socks? Was it just to well, undermine him? Just uh, to he and I robbed a bank, famously. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
We famously robbed a bank, and um, was we were thugs, ba- ma- basically. Mm. We were crooks. And uh, we robbed the bank to, to, to buy a new printing press, print more leaflets, and just push the, push the envelope. Mm. And um, Lenin, of course, uh, was fooled by Stalin. Mm. But I wasn't. I knew how paranoid he was. And I used to, you know, it sounds simple now, but if you do it a lot, like I'd be behind him and I'd go, what was that? And then and he'd go, ah, God, my nerves. <laughs> and if you do that a lot, and what I used to do is I'd take a ball and wherever he was stood, just throw it near him. And you know that shock you get? Jesus Christ. It's like having a child around, but I was an adult. <laughs> and um, kept him on his toes. I don't think... Uh, you know that influenced much. I, I realize it feels it feels like I'm being frivolous with uh, the world's greatest mass murderer, mm-hmm. and I suppose I am. And that's a shame, isn't it? It's <laughs> what we the mass murder. It's what we have to work with. The mass murder. Mm. Well, I blame Simon Seabag Montefiore. For humanizing the young Stalin. Oh, right. I thought you were suggesting that by writing a book about Stalin, he, Simon C. has somehow created Stalin. But, uh, yeah, jo- Joseph Stalin, yeah. an uh, excellent volleyball player, if he used his right hand. <laughs> no. That was the Tony Law Tapes, presented by me, John Luke Roberts, and starring Tony Law. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review, as that helps others find out about the show. It was recorded by James Hingley and produced by Ed Morrish. Join us next week for part two of our Edinburgh special. The worst thing I've ever fallen off. Uh, Well, Tower of Babel fell off that. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.